Vertical integration. Synergy. Pass the briefcase. Attention. Interest. Desire. Action. Strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turn to slide. What's your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to the Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into your favorite food and beverage brands. I'm Thomas Stern, joined by my co-host, John Ramsey, and we're doing this podcast because it's our dream to start our own food or beverage business one day, and we thought, what better way to do that than research some of our favorite food and beverage brands? How's it going, John? Yes, it is an historic day for the Great Samaritans. Not only did we just come off of a phase two, two-parter with Cheez-Its, we also just had a a huge episode with celebrity yes. star, movie star, Owen Wilson. Uh, everybody, please go listen to Owen Wilson's episode if you want to be caught up with what went down there. And now we're here. We're at part two. And I came to the realization, Thomas, that celebrities are a great way to get people to listen to your podcast. So I'm going to start... I'm going to start asking more celebrities. That's a good idea. I wasn't thinking that. Any other update? Yes, I do have an update. I am going in for a job interview at Tesla on Friday. Whoa. And I would I feel so confident about it that I'm just I'm saying that I'm getting it. I'm Whoa. I'm creating it. I'm creating it. Yeah, I'm very excited. What's the job for? The job is for an advisor, which I think is just the person who like answers questions about the cars or the company when people walk in. And I'm going to be going out. I'm going to be going out. It's not if I get it. I'm going out on on test drives. If people are like, I'm interested in buying this Tesla, then I would get in the co-pilot seat and I would give them the spiel, give them the John Ramsey charm, the Great Samaritan's charm that everybody knows and loves. Yep. And that is my update. Thomas, I want to ask how your day is, but I also want to, I guess, just see where we're at. (laughs) Where are we at? Are you asking about you and I as friends or as podcast co-hosts or some other more broad context that I didn't quite get? I don't think it's possible for me to compartmentalize podcast Thomas with regular Thomas. So I'm asking for the full shebang. Are we still in the honeymoon phase of our friendship, of this relationship? Because I read recently (laughs) that friendships, much like romantic relationships, also have a honeymoon phase. I thought that was interesting. So now I just want to see if if we're in that position or if we've (laughs) moved on to old married couple, which is the next step. This is an interesting question. I I was thinking about this the other day that 26 episodes, each episode probably requires about three to four hours of FaceTime between us. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still enjoying it. Wow. Maybe it's like the penumbra of a honeymoon phase. Which is, you're saying it's near the end. <laughs> yeah. Great answer, Thomas. Great answer. All right, let's get our guest in here. She's yeah. been giggling. She's been having a good time. She wants to get on the mic. Let's let's let her in. You may know her from the Annoyance show Fire and Beer, 
Kim Perry, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you guys? I'm great. Doing? <laughs> reaffirmed. Yeah. I've reaffirmed my relationship with Thomas. I'm feeling great. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad that the honeymoon phase isn't coming to an end, so that's no. good. It's, it's not as penumbral as we thought. <laughs> yeah. At first, I thought that was a math term when you said it. I was like, parabola? It sounds like it. It does. Yeah, yeah it sounds like it. <laughs> Penumbra? You know, I kind of just wanted to say that word. I'm just going to say that. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason is because of this thing that I call the penumbra conundrum, which is that it's such a great term, but not that many people know what it is. <laughs> the, the conundrum itself is that people don't know what it is? Yes. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty clever. Thank you. So, Kim, you asked us how we're doing. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. You know, just getting used to being around people again and mm-hmm. yeah. getting used to wearing masks and then putting them back on and taking them off. Do you feel like you've gotten pretty good at that? Oh, yeah. I, like, put it in my pocket, and then I take it out of my pocket, and <laughs> I put it on my face. <laughs> I've never heard of Publix. We are well, talking Publix with Kim Perry. Yes, Publix. I'm surprised you've never heard of it, even though I know it's just like a south, uh, like southern thing, um, southeast. So I'm from Florida. Yeah, southeast. Yeah. So Publix is super popular down there, and it's it's crawling its way up the up the east coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like a delicacy in Florida. Um, the pub sub. Wow. The public sub, and and then accompany it with their pink raspberry lemonade. Oh, interesting. What is it about that raspberry lemonade that is different, I guess, to other raspberry lemonades or lemonades? I guess I'm always taking that lemonade to the beach. If I'm ever getting public subs, it's like on the way to the beach and then like, that lemonade is just sitting right there and you get the combo deal, you know, you get the sub mm-hmm. and the lemonade and chips and then you go to the beach. And I mean, of course you got to get some water and stuff too. Like don't mm-hmm. just bring that lemonade to the beach, but <laughs> you'll be dehydrated. But, um, you know, it's just super refreshing. I don't know if we've established this, but it's a supermarket chain Publix is. Mm-hmm. Are there any other things you would say are notable or reasons you patronize Publix? Well, it's a grocery store, so it just has like pretty much everything. And it's been around since like I was a kid. So I just know exactly where everything is when I go in. Nice. Um, so everything like about it is great. And um, I don't know. It's a really good company, I think. They like, I don't know, they hire a lot of people and um, a lot of special needs people. Um, oh, wow. The pub subs, though, are pretty much their call to fame because they even mm-hmm. like did an April Fool's prank one year where they said they were going to open um, a sub chain so that you don't have to go into Publix to get your pub subs. It sounds like it's a little bit similar to Wawa, Philadelphia's Wawa. You think, you say Publix subs the pub sub is greater than wawa sandwiches oh easily easily yeah what is it what is it what is it about it that makes it stand out 
Well, it's just better, better meat, better food in general. Wawa's like, mm-hmm. I feel like they get their food out of a freezer. I mean, I hope we don't get like, yeah, I don't know. I hope they don't Ooh. listen to this, but I mean, Wawa's great if it's the, like, yes, two in yes. the morning, right? It's two in the morning. You're in oh. Pennsylvania. And um, (laughs) you're in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, and and you're wasted. And there's one walking distance away, so you go. Oh my goodness! And you get, you know, another yet again another chicken tender sub. I always get the chicken tender subs. (laughs) That went from a compliment to a backhanded compliment to an insult, real quick. (laughs) I love that. Publix, you go at noon and get your sub, or you like plan your day around your pub sub. Mm. But Wawa is like, shit, I'm hungry. You're almost a lower quality of person to begin with to even <laughs> want Wawa's. Is that what you're saying? Careful. <laughs> I think I think it's just it's the same person, different scenario. Okay. Is there any um, thing to say about? Do you prefer, I guess, to go in? To order compared to using the app, do you feel like you're losing some of the grandeur? Yeah, absolutely. So going in means that you can stand right over the deli hostess or whoever I don't know what to call that person um, mm-hmm. and micromanage. Sandwich them. artist. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, sandwich mm-hmm. artist. You can micromanage them while they're they're making your food. Oh, you can be like, yes, yes, you can be yes, like yes. a little more lettuce or you can put a little more mustard than that. And please don't put the mayo on the bottom. Put it, I don't mm-hmm. know, whatever. Nudge like some people you are get to nudge them. Yeah. People are particular about their pub subs. And honestly, these sandwich artists are so gifted. They know exactly, they ask you, they're like, how do you want it? You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. like, let's, they, they know exactly what, what they're doing. <laughs> For somebody nice. walking into Publix for the first time, after listening to this episode, they're going to Publix for the first time, what do you recommend? What sandwich do you say you have to start with this one? Well, I mean, you got to look at the menu because okay. you might not be a chicken tender person like I am, but God, that is the best sub. Like, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. The chicken tenders are always like fresh. They're just like so amazing. Like I don't know. Um, everybody loves the chicken tender sub, but like I've gotten other mm-hmm. things. You know, I've gotten like the Italian or whatever. When you go there like every day for lunch, like when when I was like working down there and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you got to try some other stuff. You can't have chicken tender subs every day. No, you get so, burnt out. Yeah, but so the, I guess easy answer is chicken tender subs. For yeah. Sure. We are on a tiny time crunch, Thomas, so I think we should blast into the next section. But before that, I think we need to do our warm-up. So, Kim, the way that this warm-up works is it's a three-person game where person A will come up with a company, person B will come up with a problem they have with that company, real or imagined, and then person C will come up with the solution to the problem that person B created. All right. So I guess I'll, I'll come up with the first company. I'll be person A for this first one, and then we'll all rotate. Does anyone feel good about finding a problem? Oh, I have so many problems. 
Yes, Kim. <laughs> great person B. That's the great perfect attitude for person B. All right. Five, four, three. Bic. Lighters oh, slash pens. Your product is polluting the planet. Boom. Create a new planet. <laughs> You don't have to create a new planet, but you got to figure out which one we're headed to. Is mm-hmm. It's probably Mars. <laughs> figure it out, guys. You make lighters. That's pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we should just go into the brass tacks now. Absolutely. Publix is an employee-owned supermarket headquartered in Lakeland, Florida, It was founded in 1930 by George W. Jenkins. (laughs) Publix operates throughout the southeastern U.S. with locations in Florida, Georgia, Alabama, South Carolina, Tennessee, North Carolina, and Virginia. It is the largest employee-owned company in the United States. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. The company's 2017 sales totaled $34.6 billion, with profits of $2.3 billion, ranking number 88 on Fortune Magazine's Fortune 500 list of U.S. companies by revenue. Yeah, yeah, Publix. <laughs> In February 2020, Publix was named one of Fortune's 100 best companies to work for, ranking wow. number 39. They are one of only eight companies to have made this list every year since its inception oh. in 1998. Wow. Damn. Publix. Snaps yeah. the Publix. Thomas, can you answer a question for me right now? Go ahead. Did Wawa make the list? <laughs> I looked for the list. I, I so badly wanted to know the other, the other seven on that list, and I couldn't find it. Man. But what I could find was this little video, which oh. I'm going to play for you guys. All right. Public Supermarkets has been on our list of the 100 best companies to work for for every year of the past 19 years. Wow. So we were curious, what makes a supermarket that operates in six states in the southeast such a great workplace? So I worked at a Publix location outside of Orlando for five days wearing this ill-fitting uniform to become a part of the public's culture and find out why employees actually like working there. So one thing that really surprised me while working at Publix for an entire week was just this love of the job, right? These are people working long hours on your feet, sometimes 12, 14 hours out of the day. It's not easy work. What I found inevitably among every department that I worked in, all of these associates just brought this joy, this enthusiasm to their work. I think the reason why the associates really put such great effort and care into providing that stellar customer service is because they know that they are owners of the company through their stock sharing program. You know, they want those customers to return. I spoke to a number of different associates in that week who talked about how either half of, if not more, than all of their entire bachelor's degrees were paid for entirely by Publix. And I asked every associate who I met, you know, do you want to stay working in a supermarket your entire life? And I'd say half of them were usually telling me, yeah, this is a great company. I don't want to leave. You know, it's like if I can 
you know, make a good, good, good money, make a good living, and also look for uh, a really great retirement plan. It's like some of these cashiers or even truck drivers, as very famously been written about, can retire as millionaires if they have enough stock and they've been working on, on the job long enough. So they all bring this very unique, fun energy, this fun, you know, drive to their job every day. So what could be seen as a menial task of just, you know, stocking shelves or bagging groceries, you know, they bring something more to it, and that's because of the passion for the culture. Wow, I'm gonna cry. That was such a sweet How video. About that? You guys, I picked the best, the best place for us to talk about. And I bet Wawa didn't make that list. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> We're talking about the best company we've ever talked about on this show. <laughs> Don't doubt it. Don't doubt it. I have something I want to say. Do you think maybe that the people were having such a good time was because <laughs> there, was a f there was a film crew in the grocery store getting B-roll of them working? Right. Like, I don't know. It seems like they're all having hey. a good time. They're all having a good time for sure. I also love that the, <laughs> this guy just like, I went undercover for five days and it was really hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to work. <laughs> the idea that you're not just bagging groceries, that like, even if you are, you're also, by giving good service, encouraging people to come back for you to make more money. Like, even if it's not a lot of money, that is super motivating to be a, to be an owner of the company. Exactly. Nobody's more motivated than the owner of the company. Like, you mm -hmm. know, your boss is always trying to get you to, like, overextend yourself for their dreams. And mm -hmm. if you're working at Publix, it's your dream, not because there's, like, you're the owner. Before the next brass tack, I want to ask Kim another question because it's related. What do you think of the name Publix and where do you think it comes from? Oh, man. I don't know. I've never thought about that. Um, I think I have names we called it as kids, like Publix. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it just like looks like the logo is super 80s. Um, I, I don't know, or like 90s, kind of like, I haven't really thought about it too much. I, I like the name. I think it's short and sweet. Publix. What does Thomas have up his sleeve? Jenkins adopted the name Publix from a struggling New York-based movie theater company with 19 opulently decorated movie houses in Florida. Jenkins stated, most of these theaters were closing up, and I liked the sound of the name. So I just took it for my store. <laughs> Man, well, dog eat dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I want to I wonder if there's any of those theaters still open or at least Ooh. like like a signage from it. Like I want to find a picture yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same. Publix operates 11 cooking schools. Greenwise Market is a retail concept the company introduced in 2007 in response to the increased the increase in number and profitability of health food stores like Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. Publix operated seven stores branded Publix Sabor. Sabor is, is Spanish for flavor, which cater to Hispanic Americans living in South Florida. I did not even know that. I've never been to one. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that's super cool.
What's up, guys? This is John. I hope you've been enjoying the pod so far. I'm here to tell you about a really cool new streaming service slash network that came up recently. Basically, I love sports, and it's frustrating because sometimes my teams don't win. And I'm the kind of person where if my team doesn't win, it ruins my entire, not only day, but week. I'm furious. I'm, I don't know how to separate reality from this game that these men and women are paid millions of dollars to play. You know, to me, that is reality. And so it started to impact uh, the podcast life. Uh, I don't know, Thomas, if you want to talk about it. A couple times, actually, we had a recording scheduled and it was almost like he was possessed. It, it just wasn't usable. He couldn't stay focused. I was worried about him. I was worried about his mental health. I listened back on the recording of that episode, and Thomas would ask me a question like, how are you doing today? And then I would respond to him. I would say the craziest thing. I, I would try to say plays that my team could have made to win the game. And it was I was completely unhinged. Truthfully, I was completely unhinged. And so I realized that this was not something sustainable and I had to do something about it. And that's when I learned about the Alternative Sports Outcomes Network, ASO for short. This streaming service slash network provides you with everything you need as a sports fan. It has every sport that you could be a fan of, golf, NASCAR, basketball, baseball. It has the Olympics. Yeah, they have all the equestrian events. That's right. And of course, they have poker. Yes, that's right. And so what Alternative Sports Outcomes does is if you're watching your team on a different sports network like Fox or CBS or something, and your the team big guys, to, the big guys, right? Yeah, the fat cats who don't care about us and your team starts losing, you can switch over to Alternative Sports Outcomes and... Now, these guys are on a 15-second delay because they're watching the other games happen in real time, and they're scrambling to make sure the opposite outcome happens. So anytime you see a shot that doesn't go in, guess what? Alternative sports outcomes, the bucket is in. And I don't know how they do it, but these guys look exactly like the real athletes, down to their mannerisms. They look exactly like the real athletes. I'm so impressed. It's like, is it CGI? I don't know. And guess what? It is. The athletes put on a full green screen mask that's see-through, and they are projected. The athlete's face is projected onto their green screened body. So yep. you don't have to you don't have to feel like, oh, this doesn't look like my, you know, this doesn't look like Tom Brady. That doesn't look like Patrick Mahomes. They do look like Patrick Mahomes from the neck up. And it's really interesting what the whole inspiration for this network was. Because I thought it was just, you know, to make it easier if your team loses. But the CEO, Ben Greenblatt, has a really interesting outlook on life that inspired the whole network. Mm -hmm. And it's that we're actually in a parallel universe where everything is opposite. So what's actually happening in the real universe is what he's creating with, with this network. Yes, the world that the majority of people live in is essentially the Sodom and Gomorrah that is going to be struck down by the Lord. Right. And Ben Greenblatt recognized that, and so he created a sports network where you can escape to paradise, and not only is your team winning, but you're living in the reality. 
that matters. And a lot of people are going to, you know, give us heat and they're going to say there's only one reality. Well, I guess what? Space travel has, has already showed us. How many space movies have I seen where there's more than one reality? There's more than one universe. Yep. I just wanted to let our listeners know that there's a really awesome new sports network out there. It's called Alternative Sports Outcomes. Check it out. That's it for the history. Do you know, have you seen any of their commercials? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, it, probably, but not in a long time, because I've been up here for the last five years. They're usually like Thanksgiving commercials, like yes. something super sad or like tearjerkers. And, and then it's like Publix, and you're like, oh! <laughs> Is it the kind of commercial where you... You don't know what it's about until the very last second. It's like a dramatic yes. movie, and then at the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's that like gets under my skin sometimes. It is. Well, it's a. It gives you chills sometimes. It's like it walks you through the scenario. It's like this might be Grandma's last Christmas. Thank God you get to enjoy it with with the delicious <laughs> pumpkin pie from Publix, uh-huh. and you're like. Oh my god, I gotta get the pumpkin pie. I don't even like pumpkin pie. Grandma's last words to me were, that sure was a great pumpkin pie from Publix before she passed <laughs> away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, Thomas, show us the tearjerker. <laughs> when preparing a proper meal, always set your fork at nine o'clock. Kim, you did the VO for this, right? <laughs> Sit up straight. We never slouch. No elbows on the table. Always pass the serving dishes to the right. Proper attire is a must. Always present guests with a timely dinner invitation. And never, ever, ever be late to the dinner table. Wow. You could have picked so many others, too. There's like, that's just one. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot. I thought Pixar shorts tugged at the heartstrings. Pixar's got nothing on Publix. They, they'll they kill your parents in a commercial. Like, they are not afraid. Wow. I guess the extreme of that is it's a funeral, but then there's like a nice cheese plate and crudite set up. With some sparkling oh. apple juice and wine, mm. and it's like people crying and There's, blotting each other's tears. Yeah, go. That's perfect because, like, if someone dies, it's like customary to bring food to their oh, house. Yeah. Like, like when you hear, like, if you're going to bring comfort to them, like before the funeral or whatever, like days, like if immediately after the news. Yeah. You bring food, like sandwich plates, because people forget to eat when they're grieving. 
So they mm-hmm. should do a commercial. They should do a commercial like that. Like they should be like your number one sandwich stop for grieving families. I think you I think you're both right. I think Publix needs to create an ad campaign where it tugs on the heartstrings of its consumers. So our I think the way we can help Publix is maybe by coming up with some of the most heart wrenching things that can happen in your life and then find a way to tie yeah. in their food to make you feel better. If anyone can pull off a commercial that involves the death of a dog, a family dog, I Oof. think it's Publix. Yeah. And I think the what you show is a really sad old dog with one tooth. You somehow show that they're blind and deaf, uh, struggling to get in the car. Then it's the dad or mom and he puts the, the dog on the table in front of the doctor and then signs a piece of paper oh. and the doctor takes the dog away oh. and then you think it's gonna be like an oh. animal hospital Sarah McLaughlin's yeah. there <laughs> and then you know you go to the living room and it's like they're all enjoying snacks and just, there's a picture a framed picture of the dog in his younger years and uh, and they're passing around a photo album and enjoying their snack. The doctor comes um, back in the house. The vet, the veterinarian <laughs> who put the dog down comes back in the house. And the vet says, your dog was pregnant. <laughs> and everyone's like, what? <laughs> and then you Charlotte's Web it. You end the death with birth. So you can have puppies, yes. maybe. Maybe that's a nice way to end it. I like that. But I also like going darker with it. And Let's do it, like, Kim. Yeah. Uh, the doctor walks in, and he's like, something about begging, right? Like, <laughs> oh now you don't God, have please. to beg. Or now <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's like the doctor. It's all. It's a twist, and it actually is the doctor who's having a bad day, and then they go to public. It's like when you have when you're a like veterinarian yeah. and you have to put a dog down but you follow the dog all the way into the doctor's office and then and the dog makes you feel better right before you have to put it down like you get a nice cuddle up you're feeling sad and the dog's cuddling up with you but you have to put it down <laughs> yeah maybe we don't follow the family we follow the doctor we follow the, the doctor. doctor brings the dog away then you see the doctor cry mm-hmm and then, yeah, she breaks out her syringe kit or her pill that she has to oh give the God, dog. So and bad. she she smushes the pill inside of some some bread, a fresh loaf of bread that oh, is from public. public in a public bag. A steaming yeah. fresh loaf. Oh, when it's your last meal, oh, you never have yeah. to beg. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> when it's your last meal, you don't have to beg. Public. Yep. And so, and what that does is it just, it, it um, makes people, it forces people to have an emotional connection with Publix. The reason, yeah. the reason we all love our, you know, Avengers and all the things we love is that we have an emotional connection to these characters and entities. And so we just turn Publix into that. It's really funny. Really funny. <laughs> I would laugh if I saw that commercial. I mean... I'd be like, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah, it's almost comedically sad. The last meal made me think of, you know, prison last meals. Mm-hmm. And maybe you show 
A side yeah, by side. It's like dead man walking. Yeah. They're in the chair. They're about to get injected. Wow. Oh, shit. Um, That's good. Boom name. Yeah. You see the, their, his family behind him, his attorney or whoever's there. And um, then he I wants a pub sub, obviously. He wants the chicken tender sub. So they give him the chicken um, tender sub. And then he enjoys it so much because uh, it's the, the last weeks. meal he's going to ever eat. <laughs> and then you see the process turn on. You see oh. him put down, you know, his last bite. And then <laughs> you see a, cl- a close-up of see, I don't know how to his eyes slowly anymore. closing. <laughs> then maybe his eyeballs kind of twitch. Okay. <laughs> and then it fades. <laughs> it fades back to uh, a security guard who is eating a bag of cookies. Oh, how about this? Security guards eating cookies. He sees how much... The convict is enjoying his chicken nugget sandwich. That even though the convict, the inmate, is dying, the security guard's like, man, like he's jealous. <laughs> he's jealous yeah. that he's eating these cookies. He's like, man, wish I had that sandwich. Or wish it was me, you know, something like wish, that. Wish we were, uh, wish we could trade places. <laughs> wish, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Wish we could trade places. Um, what if there's a side-by-side of a baby being born and its first bite of food is something from Publix? And then this the guy... is born. Yes. Right? It's, it's the whole thing. It's like the whole cinematic. And while we're watching that, oh. we're watching this guy go for his last meal and it's a chicken oh tender stuff. And they're, they're eating at the same time and you watch their pupils dilate at the same time. And then you just hear, whether it's your first meal or your last meal, it's gotta be Publix. Yes. The circle of life. Yeah. Well, I mean, the guy is dying in prison, so that's not good, but... I have a slight twist on that. It's, you're in, it's a hospital scene. You show the first, the baby being born, and for some reason, they're feeding him right then. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's, feeding for some baby. reason, his <laughs> first meal... And it's not breastfed. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's formula for some reason. Then you pan to a different room next door in the hospital, and it's it's clearly the same family, but at the end of their lives. So it's uh, maybe it's the mother and father on their deathbed with their one child, all on their deathbed at the same time. It's going to be really hard for a newborn and dying elderly to eat a chicken tender pub sub. You really have to stretch your mouth wide to get one bite. True. So the doctor then, when the baby is born, (laughs) the doctor would just have to have a line of dialogue that says, it's a a boy or it's a girl. And then they also say, and it has a full mouth of teeth. (laughs) 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 And it looks hungry. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So we need to learn how to speak Publix's language. Based on everything that we said, How? what email can we send them that we think will elicit a response from them? We know they have big hearts, Let's... right? We know that Publix yes, is a company we... with a big heart. So how do you say hello to somebody that you know is very sensitive or, you know, very emotional. A hug. A hug. Uh-huh. 
Subject so line, a hug. A hug. <laughs> yeah. A hug. Then the first line of the, par- the email is, in parentheses, we just hugged you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that should be in the subject line, too. Uh, oh, I like that more. Subject yeah. line a is hug. a hug. Dash. Mm, dash. And then we uh-huh. just hugged you. And then they'll open it. Or they might think that's a virus. Okay, so then we have to say not a virus. Yeah, not a virus. <laughs> yeah, they'll definitely think it's not a virus. A hug? We just hugged you. Oh, no. Not a virus. We might be able to just write this email in the subject line. So I'm on Outlook, and I'm realizing that there are there is no character limit to the subject line of the email. This is groundbreaking. So yes, we're writing the entire email, email in the subject line. In. That way they don't have to even open the email. They're going to see it no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That also means that it has to be kind of shorter so they can read it yes. and see it all. A hug dash. This is then, a hug. Yeah, then this is a hug. Mm-hmm. You, letter U, <laughs> guys, letter R, emo. So... Dig our emo commercial letter number four letter U. Perfect. <laughs> I like it. Okay. You're really cutting corners um, here, Thomas. I love it. <laughs> uh, Publix food at symbol funeral, comma, security guard jealous of <laughs> inmate. <laughs> with last meal. Yeah. With last meal, comma. Baby born, full mouth. Right. <laughs> oh, right. Baby born as someone dies. Both eat Publix. Both eat Publix. <laughs> v, V, Emo. Hope you're doing okay. I like that. Dang. Then in the body, nice. if they if they open the email, it's just like a heart gif or something like that. Sure. Wow, I'm loving this. Well, yeah, we we banged it out in a limited time Mm -hmm. i'm so happy that we were able to do that kimberly kim thank you for joining us i don't know why i I (laughs) called you kimberly throughout the entire episode that's cool so nice to meet you thanks for being on is there anything you want to plug um i shows on saturdays at the annoyance fire and beer yeah um eight o'clock nice uh running for the next seven weeks get out there go to those i'll see you there kim all (laughs) right i'm excited See, I don't know how to be like a person anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, none of us We're are. We're all trying. None of us okay. are people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you. That was Great Samaritans. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Great Samaritans Pod or email us at Great Samaritans Pod at gmail.com. Feel like being a Great Samaritan yourself? Rate and review us on iTunes. Bye-bye. Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. Action, checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you for telling me your endgame. Everyone, turn to slide five. Dow Jones.